Hello, this is Mike Lanier from carshownationals.com. Let's roll. Today we're going to be joined by Chad Hiltz from Bad Jag Customs. He'll be having a new show January 1st on the Discovery Channels and Discovery Go. So make sure you check that out. He'll be joining us here in a second, and uh, we'll talk to him, get to know a little bit about him, and see what he's all about. How you doing? Hi, oh. Hi. good. It's Jessica again. I'm going to get you with Chad right now, okay? <laughs> okay. Hold, hold on one second. Okay. Okay, Chad, you're on with Mike. Hello, Chad. Okay. How you doing? How you doing, Mike? Thank you for uh, joining carshownationals.com. Let's roll. It's my podcast uh, that I put on my website. Uh, website ranks pretty well in the spring and summer uh, for car shows around the United States. I advertise flyers. That's what I do. But you have a brand okay. new show coming out, so I wanted to get a hold of you and talk to you about that. Uh, can you tell me a little okay. bit about the show? Um, it's about a team of four to five people that um, work very hard every episode to get a car done for a customer. And um, I'm give I'm given some free will on it, and mm-hmm. that we take nothing and make it what they expect and more generally. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, Bad Chad Customs um, coming out January 1st on the Discovery Channel and Discovery Go. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm, what can I say? Uh-huh. I like the honest. I'm addicted to honesty and respect. I work hard. I look forward. I don't think about the past. Um, I have a beautiful girlfriend that soon to be wife that keeps me motivated, uh-huh. and um, I look to the future. Simple as that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, how'd you get the name Bad Chad? When you watch the show, you'll know. <laughs> okay, we'll check that out. I'm definitely gonna be watching. Okay. Uh where is your shop sure. located at then? I am in Nova Scotia, Canada. Um I'm so far out we gotta come out to hunt. <laughs> well, I'm from Minnesota and they do a lot of hunting up here too. So it's kinda of the great white north of the <laughs> United States. <laughs> so well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, when do you start customizing cars? When did you start doing that? Um, I just got fired at my last job and, uh, I said to myself, I have to do something that I'm good at or become good at something because if not, you know, I'm not, not going forward where I want it to be, you know, in life. And, um, when I took up the hobby, I did the best I could at everything I'd done. I'm, you know, you learn from experience. So I have messed up my share and done my time but I still had the passion and the want to be able to be good at something and uh, the fixing the cars and, and doing that was it but when I met Gene Winfield in 2008 um, he showed me that you could weld none of the cars that really wasn't there you know you can make things and uh, it, a bell went off you know I can mm-hmm. do that and um, from there on in it was nothing but chop, cut look at yeah. that love it thick awesome Bad <laughs> uh, where did you meet Gene? Did you meet him at a show or? 
he he come to Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Um, he came there to do a rooftop class. Um, I uh, paid my money and did did his class. And um, what can I say? I think yeah. I put a sparkle in his eye, and he put a sparkle in mine. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's one of the one of the originals. Uh, probably one of the first people to chop cars, right? <laughs> well, he's thinking he's thinking outside the box. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Not everybody has to have the same car. It doesn't matter what car it is, you know. I'm not prejudiced one bit because I like all cars. Okay, okay. Uh, I like all cars. What was your first car that you customized? It would be a 1960 Chrysler. And um, I I bought that car for $7,000, $8,000. And I cut the roof off it. And then I said, what the hell did I do? <laughs> but that was after I met Gene. I wanted to uh, show him what I could do, you know. I thought that I could, you know, customize a car after doing this class. Uh-huh. And the very next year, I showed up with a car called the Bat of Hell. And it's a 60 Chrysler with big fins on it. And the roof has been chopped and shortened. And a couple of van doors have been built in the back with a dorsal fin. It's got lead pipes on it. And I made the front end. I did whatever I thought I could do and had mm. fun. Yeah. You know? That's pretty awesome. Uh, be be great to meet Gene. I've, I said hi to him at SEMA, but he was, you know, scooting along in his scooter <laughs> uh, after his fall. Yeah, there's but, certain people that you meet in life that mm-hmm. inspire you, and he he's one of them. You know, he inspired me to to customize the car. Is what he did. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he did. So did you? Uh, have you watched the? Uh, customizing shows like uh i'm going to be interviewing joe coddington and Dwayne from uh boyd boyd coddington shop american hot rod did you ever yeah. watch that show okay i did yeah yeah i think boyd's uh to me boyd's uh you know their show is one of the original shows to me uh when when we got all these car shows going i think they were kind of the to me they're the pioneer of everything so i'm kind of a Joe's kind of wanted to work with me for several years, so. <laughs> I watched the show faithfully when it was on here in Canada. I did so. It mm-hmm. was a good show. Yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> pioneers. That's what I say. Uh, do you follow? Do you know Rick Dore? Do you ever see any of his work? I, I, I know of him. Yeah. I know of you know. I've seen some of his work close mm-hmm. and far away. Yeah. Um, He's been in the, you know, from where I'm at, I'm, I'm using magazines to tell me everything. But, yeah, um, yeah, I know of him, and I know of his work. Yeah, and he, he has some of his stuff usually at SEMA every year, too. So that's uh, that's why I was wondering if he had, okay. you know, his sleek cars. He make, likes everything sleek looking, uh, pretty neat looking cars that he builds. Um, do you have There's any? Nothing, no one can say, you know, about his style. Yeah. There's not much you can say about your style. He's got it. So, right. Yeah, like that's awesome. I think he builds awesome cars. Yeah, I do too. Um, do you have any tips or tricks you want to share about customizing cars? Um. Well, just go with your gut. Do whatever you want. It's your car. Right. Don't let anybody uh, tell you what you can do and what you can't do. Mm-hmm. And if you cut that piece of metal just a little bit too short. You know what I mean? You made that pattern. You just made it like you know an eighth or three sixteenth shy. You know it's kind of a, quite a big gap. Instead mm-hmm. of cut, go cutting another piece of metal, go grab a coat hanger, 
and MIG weld and coat hanger and fill that hole and dry it off so you can't see it. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I know. When I, uh, in the scene around here, I had low profile tires and a S10 pickup in the 80s, and people thought I was crazy. And the next thing you know, everyone's doing it. But, <laughs> uh, like I say, those who beat to their own drum shape the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you have, let's see. You said that you love all cars, but is there a favorite car that you have? Um, I really enjoy the latest car that I've really been stuck on was the Phantom Corsair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, somebody had a vision and um, they made it come true. And I just love this thing. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you like for motor? Everyone's always got their favorite motors they like to run. Um, what I do you go I with? don't have a favorite motor. Mm-hmm. I don't have a favorite motor. But what I always like to do is to dress my engine compartment just a little bit different. Um, you know, if I have a, you know, if you have a 350, well, you can you can put some, you can put a six pack on that 350 and uh, maybe do a little different valve pan cover. You know, just to spice it up a little bit. I, I don't like, like I say, I don't, I don't like a boring engine compartment. I like something with a lot of mechanics looking. I like headers on things that look funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I always make funny exhaust systems because the exhaust is part of the car. I just like the engine looking a little bit different in some certain way. I don't have to go over the top with it, but any engine will do. Yeah. As long as it runs, you know, as long as it runs, you know, that's enough. Yeah, you're you're good with that, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to ask, what's your favorite brand of car? If you had any, you like everything, though, so it could be anything, I suppose. Well, I'm going to say that somehow, some way, a lot of Dodges have come my way. Mm-hmm. That rhymed, didn't it? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> some way, a lot of dogs have come my way. So yeah. Um, I like them. You know, I I don't veer away from them. If they're there, I I pick them up generally if I can. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different designs and dodges too. I mean, that you don't see every day. You know, everyone's got the fifty-five Chevy, fifty-seven Chevy. You know, you see something different, kind of <laughs> catches your eye. Always think with like like the older like the older Chrysler, like the older Dodge Chrysler's, um, they were almost like Henry Ford. They had a lot more metal in than the shed with the wood, right? Right. You know, so if you get a thirty some Dodge, you're generally into the metal, so it's a pretty good thing. And then when you get up to the power, they've got good power. You know, the Henry's always been there, mm-hmm. and um, and some of their '60s design has been out to space. So if mm-hmm. they've been that far out, well, then I want to go too. <laughs> Uh, do you have any funny stories about your car building that you could share? Do you have anything that you, something that just kind of made I, the I laugh? Them, <laughs> I was thinking about it as, you know, I, I painted a Mustang for the for the second time. Because I was, you know, I hit the wrong curb. But anyways, I had painted the Mustang for the second time. And I was in a hurry to uh, go downtown. And I only put one bolt in the door before I took off. When I opened that door downtown, the door fell right off. It's like a cartoon character. Oh no! Funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, yeah, it was. I went. I went to out of body school, and uh, so I went. You know, did that, and one of the guys got this Nova, got it all finished. It looked really sharp, and then right after he got the car done, the back wheel came off and uh, took out his rear quarter panel. So right after, you know, finishing everything. And uh, then another. Yeah, you don't call it fun. You call it loose. Yeah. You look after afterwards. You know what happened. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, is there a car scene in your neck of the woods? Because I know you're way up, uh, way up there. <laughs> there's car people. Yeah, there's car people, and there's car, you know, Tuesday night on a Thursday night every couple weeks, you know, you're talking, you know, anywhere from 10 cars to 30 cars, you know. It's mm-hmm. not huge or anything. Yeah. Um, if you make something different, some, they will look at you. <laughs> right, you know? right, for sure. Um, and, and, and as I say, you know, I like to do as I want to do, not what anybody else wants to do. I always just, yeah, do what I want to do. <laughs> right, right. Uh, how many how many years have you had your shop? I saw pictures of your shop. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure we'll see a lot of it on TV. <laughs> My shop is pretty near 10 years old. Okay, okay. So we've been doing a little a little while. Uh, I was wondering about any hidden gems in your area, like cars that, uh, you know, pretty, pretty neat cars you'd like to work on where you live that you haven't yet. Well, there's cars around. Like, I mean, let's face it, there's a local, um, sellers thing we call Gigi here. I guess it's probably a Craigslist to you guys. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I go on there and look at cars, but we have such a, you know, it's it's small here. We're not as you know as um, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got we a pretty we got there. a pretty big scene here. You know, we have a show here in Minnesota that we get twelve thousand street rides every year. Uh, Dave Kendig shows up yeah. with his crew and stuff like that. <laughs> That's my province. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to get down here sometime. It's probably not a um, close trip. Yeah. I'm sure. Yes, we are going, me and Jolene, our Jolene actually planned a trip to, she's my manager, actually, my manager planned me a trip to Florida. Oh, and okay. Off and and uh, watch it on American Soil, you know, watch the, the first episode down there and just, you know, see what it's like and I don't know what to say. It's kind of overwhelming somewhat, mm-hmm. but we... I'm sure you have quite a few uh, podcasts lined up. I I know one guy who's interviewing you for sure, and I've got a couple other people that uh, I got your name out there for you. Uh, they're going to be possibly interviewing you. <laughs> so uh, I watched a video of you and your wife, uh, or soon-to-be wife, Jolene, helping you put a top on a car. Does she do a lot of projects with you and your at your shop then, or...? Well, what I can say is that Jolene and I are 24-7. Yeah. So, like, it's not, um, we, we, we do think everything together. Mm-hmm. I know what she's, what her poop looks like. Has a, <laughs> and we do everything together. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes we get times where we're alone. Like, you know, when you're, when you're obviously in the season, that really it really took us for a little shock there for a little bit that we're not just alone all the time. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you get used to the cameras being around. Yeah. And everything I will say about this show is legit. Like, mm-hmm. what you what you watch on TV, you'll see is real. Right, right. Um, you will see my my real feelings. You mm-hmm. will see real dirt. You will see, yeah, you'll see real. Oh, that's um, cool. That's what a lot yeah, of people like want to see. They want, they want to see the whole... You know, the whole build, obviously, you're not going to be able to do the whole build in one show, but, you know, people want to see that. I can that. tell you what. They have it filmed. Mm-hmm. They have the whole build filmed mm-hmm. from get to start. Yeah, because it was there. We couldn't, you cannot build a car 
from start to finish and ship it around to a bunch of places. There's just no possible way. We were still making things as we were fabricating things and painting things. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You uh-huh. could not ship it down the road when you're trying to make an interior for you can't even for a day. You have to have it in one spot to do it. Um, and we managed to do it. I mean, I just we built a car a month here. That's what we're bragging. And huh. um, I'm, I'm saying that uh, we worked really hard every day, more harder than I've ever worked. Right. And you just never know what you can do until you're pushed. Right, right. And um, when we were set on these deadlines, I mean, we say deadlines, nobody wants to hear deadlines. <laughs> but when you put someone on a deadline, yeah, hey, you get a big party going and say you're going to be there and have a car ready when you haven't got 35 days. You, you know, you, you really get your blood pumping, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You tell me people that have having a car in 35 days, and if I don't have there, well, who are them? Who am yeah. I? Yeah, I mean, so, I, I, I do know a few uh, people that are on TV and have been on TV, and like you, starting a new show. I know Courtney Hansen, she's starting a new show. Um, yeah, yes. so they, I hear all the all the stories and stuff, so uh, about some of the stuff well, I'm going in the, on. I'm in the trenches, brother. Yeah, yeah. Huh? It's yeah, good I'm, to hear. I'm in the trenches. I'm, 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 um, yeah. I know that the film crew, I mean, they work really hard. I, I, I know that, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, put the stress of the car build on your on your shoulders. Yeah. And tell them if you can have it there. Right. And, and, that, and that's what it comes down to when they say bad chance, you know. Uh-huh. They pull through, you have to tell <laughs> yeah, we'd like it. You know, um, you take four or five people to build a car in a month. That's legit. Yeah, that's that's awesome though. I'd love to be able to do that. <laughs> uh, well, um, we did it this, this summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I see your son helps you. Um, my question was, how do you keep the youth today involved in classic cars and customizing cars? I know the classic cars, you know, people are moving on to the imports and stuff like that. But how do we keep kids involved in what you like to do? <laughs> um, I, I think that let's, let's get it real, I guess. It, it starts with the family, I guess, you know. Right. It starts with the family or some other person that, you know, was in, you know influenced that kid in his life. Mm-hmm. It just has to be more people out there to influence them kids, that's all. Mm-hmm. So the people that are into it now are the ones that are going to have to take a little bit of time and inspire mm-hmm. somebody else to do the exact same thing. Right, So it's right. not going to be one person one thing. It's going to take a car community to inspire the next to do something. And right. to inspire somebody. All you have to do is give them a little bit of motivation. doesn't matter if it's money. doesn't matter if it's conversation. doesn't matter if it's, you know, spanking the ass. Yeah. But, uh, or the time to somebody, you know. So it's up to the car community to inspire our youth. Right, I agree. I I take I have a four year old and I take him to car shows and whenever he sees a car yeah. old car now he goes, Daddy, it's a car show car. <laughs> but uh, four and years old. <laughs> when we do that, when we do that, make sure we tell the kids we don't touch the cars. Oh yeah. How much? You know, I've been to a lot of car shows, and I hate to say it, but a lot of people got a lot of time, a lot of effort in their cars, and they don't want anybody touching them, you know. And and so many times, the kids are able to touch the cars, and the parents aren't watching them, or the parents are, you know, if the parents go to a car show, they should be told, please, you know, please respect 
people's property and, and you know, right, take right. care of your kids so we don't touch people's cars. Yeah. Don't let them run out and jump on the running board, you know. I think that don't happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. It happens here all the time. Let's face it, everybody needs a little bit of guidance. And that's one of the things that the parents can do when they take their kids to the carousel, show a little bit of respect, and uh, the kid will show a little bit of respect, and look what he can learn from that. Right, right. Um, I guess one of my questions for you is, uh, how did Discovery find you all the way up in Canada? <laughs> well, in my opinion, they had no choice. I was just building too many cars and opening my mouth too much, you know. Uh-huh. Jolene was putting it out there, and people were liking it, and... and um, I never tell nothing but the truth, you know, when I'm telling uh-huh. you, like, I'm doing something, I'm, I'm not really lying to you or kidding you or, you know, uh-huh. leading you astray. There's so many people, there's so many good body guys out there right. that do awesome work, but never show you how they do it. Right, right. You know, unless you're at that shop or something, you know, you might catch a glimpse or whatever, but no one actually tells you what to do, what you can't do, and, um, you know, this is what can be done if you if you want to. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's it's something that everybody be showing. Or how do you measure up? I mean, how good are you if, you know, if no one else shows you their work? Right, right. You know, if I if, if I'm if I'm going on TV and I'm I'm building a car in a month and I'm building something like you've never seen before and I've cut it all cut to pieces and somehow it comes over there riding paint on it in one month and I think, wow, that guy's <laughs> bad. Right. <laughs> right, so right. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. And um. If you're not shown, how would you ever know? Right, right. So, there's um, a lot of people that are interested in cars that have no idea what the inside of a body shop is like and how it's run or even how, you know, people act or how people can whatever. I'm just right. saying there's so many people in the world that are into it that haven't got a chance to really see what really goes on. Like, I think I, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, can I say, I'm 90% of the men out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't got a forklift to lift all my stuff, and I haven't got all, you know, i got lots of problems. Money's one of them. Yeah. You know I think we all do. Me- yeah. Media people yeah. got money problems, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm with 90% of the people because I have the will and the want to go build something, and um, I'm just able to do it. And if I can show somebody else how to do it and get them going, well, I've just inspired them, haven't I? I'm doing my job the car world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, do you have any advice for anyone starting a new shop? It's I, it's a rough world out there. I know that. Be honest <laughs> and work hard. Yeah, work hard. Be honest and work hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be honest and work hard. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Have you ever heard a bad word said about a hard worker? Right, right. You're you're right there. Have you ever heard sure. a bad word said about an honest guy? So just be a, a hard worker and honest and uh don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Get mm-hmm. done what you got to get done. Yeah. Right. Put your head down and get done what you got to get done. If you're worrying about somebody else, you're slowed down already. On some of your videos, I saw that you build a car for yourself every year. What cars do you have right now? And do you ever sell any of the cars that you, you build for yourself? Um, I have... The Bat of the Hell is a 60 Chrysler with the wings on it. Mm-hmm. I have it's called The Way to Heaven. It's a 39 Plymouth that was a four-door. It was given to me and made into a, a bow-tailed coupe. I have the Canning Kid that's made out of a half a 34 Ford. And I made into like a 
on those sixties bubble car. Mm-hmm. I have the green goblin that has a five hundred cubic inch Cadillac engine in the back and you drive from the front. Yep. I saw that at SEMA. I I didn't know you were there. I didn't uh I didn't get okay. notified from Discovery about you until literally middle of SEMA, but otherwise if I would have okay. known I would have met up with you. <laughs> cool. But, I did see the yeah, Green cool. Goblin there. I did see that. It's uh, definitely unusual. Unusual. That's the word for that one. <laughs> but you want to build something that's different than what everyone else does, and that makes it that makes it cool, you know. Um, well, how how you know make it makes the car world pretty broad, doesn't it? Right, right. And definitely people are talking about it. You know, the funny thing is I saw that uh, car on a video getting loaded under a trailer to go to SEMA. I just came across right. that video. I just said that out of a storage container, you know, I hadn't, had, listen, had, what didn't touch it didn't anything had to, like, wow. It's quite, it, yeah, it was what it was, but we got it there. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah, I got to see it. I got some pictures of it. Uh, where do you see yourself five years from now? Probably just, uh, Keep on trucking and keep on building, huh? I hope to. Oh, listen, I'm going to build cars to the day I drop, no question there. Right. But I just want to be able to motivate more people. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great thing. To, you know, there's a lot of things in life that can take your brain, and hot rod and hot rod is one of them, and it's a good thing. Right. There's no bad things about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The people that create, there is no hate. So right. when you're thinking about hot rod, that's not a bad thing to inspire someone to do. It's keeping your, you know, listen, when I'm with my grads working, I'm on my own business. Right. Not right. bothering anybody, you know what I'm saying? And I only build cars myself every year because I can, because I mind my own business. I don't speed weld or speed hammer or any, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I work. I go forward. Every move I make, I try to make it forward. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm building a car, obviously you have to to get a car done that quick. But, yeah. you know, to motivate people in the world to think about something good, yeah, that's well. a good thing, I think. <laughs> um, well, I said I, I was know. from Minnesota. Uh, if you ever get to Minnesota, you need to go back to the 50s. It's 12,000 cars, a one show, uh, pretty amazing, 64 and older. So make sure you check that I out if you're ever around. <laughs> so, uh, if, if, if the time and the chance ever gives me the will to go around to all these car shows and meet people, I definitely will. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, do you plan on going to SEMA again? I, you were there for the first time, I saw. Um, plan on going back? Well, I, if I told you yes, that would be a lie. I don't yeah. know for sure. Yeah. I hope to. You know, yeah. I mean, let's face it. When you're at SEMA, you've hit success, you know. Right, right. So, yeah, I would, I would enjoy that, and um, yeah, it was a great time. I yeah. learned a lot this time, you know, how, how really big it is. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. You I, can only reflect, you know. Yeah, I call it kind of the it's kind of the Disneyland or Disney World of cars. You know, you go there and it's just like wow, you know, amazing. Yeah. So, I'm going back great again, ideas, third too, year. Right? Yeah, it's it's just it's just fun. I just have a great time. Every day it was uh, just something else. So busy, you're so busy, but it's fun. Hey, you know what? What's that? It's Friday. 
It's Friday. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It is a Friday. Well, it's it been uh, great talking to you. I hope you make it to SEMA. I'd love to hook up with you there. Um, if not, definitely we'll be watching your show. And I'll be, uh, of course, telling everyone to tune in January 1st. Bad Chad Customs. Yeah, yeah. So be exciting. I'll be excited to watch it. Kind of excited to see what, what happens. So it's been great talking to you. Yeah, me too. Uh, great talking to you. I'm glad I got to talk to you. Thank you to Discovery for helping me hook this up. Um, and we'll keep in touch. All right. Ho, ho, ho. All right. Well, thank you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.